Well, hello, 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 hello. What up, crew? I'm Andrew Rolfo. I'm Jonathan Garano, and welcome to the Bottle Club. Club. We're gonna be talking about some things. Um, let's do some like mental check-ins, dude. I would love that. You know, you know, this is the things are bottled. What's going on with your life mentally? Uh, mentally, I think I feel a little overwhelmed. Why do you overwhelmed feel overwhelmed? And un- can you? Is there? Is it possible to feel overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the same time? Yeah, I think so. Really? So basically, That's a weird feeling. Well, so underwhelmed is in the aspect of like I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and then overwhelmed is I feel I have too much going on. Yeah. Right? So yeah. am I just? It's called um, anxiety and also po- possibly like imposter I, yeah. syndrome. Yeah. I yes, I have both of those. Okay, so why are you feeling underwhelmed, and then why are you feeling overwhelmed? What's so going on? I, underwhelmed because um i f- i feel like there's nothing going on right know? things are slowly opening back up right um but i feel like i'm not doing as much stuff that i used to do mm. like comedy wise that's right because you used to go to uh, shows every single night performing your art yeah now it's like la has kind of changed like since the COVID. Sh- yeah the shows are different like i don't like, a lot of the shows that were dope last year aren't even around now so so that so everything's changed so you're not even getting like you're not even have the ability to go to different shows like you can't even do two three shows a day rather it's like maybe one show every other day yeah oh so then you feel lazy and lethargic yes it's like you were running 100 miles an hour before the pandemic and then suddenly you're running now like 10 miles and now that everything's opened up you're literally only at like 40 yes because i was like well, before the pandemic, I was like on the road. I was booked a lot. Right now, it's like slowly things are getting back uh, to get it's back to normal. So now I'm getting booked a little bit, but it's it's like it feels like I'm. I not mean, doing you were anything. just at the Irvine show. That's true, but that was like the one of the only things I had that week. See, if you're like an ambitious person, mm-hmm. uh, so we're we're as you know, uh, humans are creatures of momentum. Oh. And so you had this for the last seven years of your life, had this momentum of consistently working at your craft, Mm -hmm. suddenly it stops, and then your brain has to like recalibrate. But then on top Mm -hmm. of that, you have a momentum of laziness. Mm -hmm. And because you're an ambitious person, all of a sudden, bing, bada, boom, you're being lazy and it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. And you feel as, and then you go on social media and you're like, wow. Gregory Santos is booking commercials. Morgan <laughs> J is headlining. Shouts out, uh, Greg. Yeah. Um, out this Morgan. person is successful. Olivia Rodrigo is crushing life at 18 years old. What am I doing? Yeah. So that's where the underwhelmed feels like. Yes. And so then, what does the overwhelmed feel like? But then I also feel like uh, I should be... I, I, like, I should, like, I'm, I'm working on a few projects... Um, by myself you know that's good and i like right so i'm like ah fuck i gotta finish this and then that takes a hell of time and it's like i feel like and i'm I'm getting like uh other things that i have to work on from like uh, what what, reps like what oh like acting class yeah like stuff like that and like stuff like uh writing i have to write like how uh, many how many books are you writing right now is it books books? or is it no like script stuff We'll turn, I'm telling my roommate that I'm turning off AC in a sec. Okay. In a sec. See, guys, this is the podcast. We just go, and uh, you're watching me uh, tell my roommate um, on the phone, but it's okay. Why was she, like, turned off? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I just like to... Okay, so I'm a very communicative person, yeah, and I get yeah. a lot of anxiety. So, like, yeah. if I'm being too loud, I'll hit her up. Like, let me know if I'm being too loud. Oh, okay. Or, like, good. hey, this is my daily schedule. Uh-huh. 
Good. Yeah. So wait, you, what are you writing right now? Are you allowed to tell us? Yeah, it's just like a like a pilot, like a script that I find uh, that is dope. That this is your agent, agents are telling you what to do right now. No, not evil. Somewhat, but like I mean, like it, I should be doing it anyway, right? You know, but uh, it's it's stuff like that. It's like I feel like there's always a deadline, but there's no real deadline. You have to make up your own deadlines, especially when mm-hmm. you're creative. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've learned. So, for example, I'm launching like this new project next week. Yeah. And we've been like working on it for an entire year. So I looked at my my partner at this, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, yes. June seventh. I don't care what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't care if the world is ending. Mm-hmm. We are launching this product. Ooh. And right now he's going to Hawaii, and I have a lot of stuff that I need to do. But by putting your own little deadlines and people that are listening, it's called uh, Prado's Law, where basically if you put yourself at a deadline, you will finish exactly at the deadline. Mm. So what you should do, Andrew... Set a deadline. Is set a, your own personal deadline, and then mm-hmm. you have to tell everybody, like your girlfriend mm-hmm. or your roommate, like, oh, by the way, I'm launching, I'm, or I'm going to have the first draft January 1st, just letting you guys know. Yeah. And I want to hand it to you guys. Then that fucking gives you pressure. And even if it's not mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. at least you could be like, oh, here it is. You shipped it, and then you can make your changes. True. I'll, I will do that. Yeah. So t- what? when can I see your pilot? When, when what, Next. But, uh, when will you have it written? So that way I, I, it's accountability, dude. Next Thursday. Next Thursday? Day, day, I'll bring it in. Day of pod. Day of pod. Okay. And we can, like, it. we can read we it go. together on the thing. Yeah. Can you pray for me, by the way? Of course. Why? So basically, um, I am first to veil for this like national commercial. Whoa. Yeah. And so if people that are listening, if you don't know what that is, basically you audition. Then after you audition, they give you a call back. And then you're with the director. You're like mm-hmm. playing with them, which I thought I did a fucking horrible job. Basically, it's for this Credit Karma commercial. Oh, cool. So I'm a cashier. Mm. And I'm sitting there. And I hand this woman like a bottle. You were born to do this. Hopefully. A bottle? Yeah, a bottle. bottle oh, my club? God. A bottle. <laughs> but it's a candle, not a Ooh. bottle. And so she takes it. So take it. Okay. And I'm like, here you go, ma'am. And then she starts biting it. Oh, and then I'm supposed to act as they say, like a Michael Sarah type, mm. and I'm supposed to be like, uh, "Ma'am, that's a candle." And then so I like that. Yeah, I like that. that was right? good. So I that was that. that was the choice that I made, and uh-huh. so I did that. They laughed. I was like, "Yes," but then they're like, "Oh, can you not play it wimpy? Can you believe?" I thought Michael Sarah is like a wimpy. Yeah. Guy. So I was like, "Fuck!" And so that's that's when I learned at that moment. Like when you have an opportunity, you have to be practicing all the different scenarios that you might get. All right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. So you like if you're, if you're, uh, I'm the lady. All right. right? I'm supposed to, what are my lines? I don't um, have lines. You just, just take I'm, it. I'm, you're I'm like, fine. you're like, oh, can I have this? I'm like, here. And then, okay. And okay then let's do it. Let's, okay. let's run it. Let's run it. Ready? Okay. So, okay. Okay. But guys, remember all scenarios. What are, what are, what are, where are we? What is Okay. This? We're in a shop. What, what kind of shop? What, nice. Yes. <laughs> what kind of shop? We're in a, we're in a candle shop. Candle shop. No, no, no. We're in a grocery store. Grocery store. Okay. okay right. So, like, it. I'm a cashier. I'm like, deet, deet, deet. And then she's like, oh, can you hand me this? Okay. Okay. Ready? Deet, 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 deet. Oh, here you go, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, ma'am? Mm-hmm. That's a candle. What is she doing? What I, the I, hell? I know. Uh, okay. Uh manager <laughs> let's do another one do another okay one. so See, what, how you can act when i say i know okay so how what do you want what do you want me what what time not wimpy it's, this time it's not your wimpy choice okay okay ready so you just take it and eat it okay ready? okay take it ready d d d uh here you go ma'am thank you there you go Wait, ma- uh, uh, ma'am mm. that's a candle 
Mm hmm. Are you okay? Hey, Jared, Jared, Jared. This woman needs some help. No, I need a, I need a lighter. You need a lighter? Uh, what? <laughs> Open your mouth. Because it's a candle. <laughs> Happy birthday Whoa, to you. Thank you. What an idiot. Took a turn. What a, what a, what a ride we just went on. Did y'all feel that? I, I, I felt your acting. Wow. See, see, that's what My I mean. Acting sucks. Scenario. No, your acting's great. I took a I took a class with Leslie Kahn, and this was kind of cool what they did. Mm -hmm. So what they do in the first, so hopefully the guys that are listening, the crew, hopefully they learned a lesson there. You know, mm. practice all scenarios when it's a job, whatever. But anyway, they do this they do this little cool little exercise where they have they put a chair in front of the class. True. And then they flip it around, and then you look at everybody, and then you sit down, and you have your back towards the class, mm -hmm. and then they start like naming who they think you are like what your job is what type of person you are mm. um your personality mm -hmm. that's the first class okay so they sat me down and they're like <laughs> this is the guy that always gets friend zoned Aww. this is the nerd he's the tech worker he's like the really cool sidekick oh he's the gregarious funny guy that ends up getting killed in the in the movie in a oh, horror no. movie or like if um, if he's in an action movie, he's the the guy that like screams but also is technical that can like somehow save the day uh, at the last minute. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, that's really cool. Did it I hurt like your that. feelings, or you liked it? No, that didn't hurt my feelings okay. at all. It's okay. like because you want to play your type. Yeah. At least I didn't get like douchebag or anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'd get that one. Mm. Turn around. Let's see what you. Uh, let's see. I feel like they'd be like douchebag, uh, DJ. I'll be like hipster DJ. Uh, dan uh, uh, dance uh, coordinator. Oh, you could be a dance coordinator. <laughs> I see that. I, see I got that. that the other day. You did. What I did. Some, what did someone say to you? Well, because so we were hanging out with with. Uh, I was uh, in Northern California with like yeah. a bunch of comics. There was this new comic talking to us. Mm -hmm. He's very like eager to like learn and like talk to us and stuff like that. Oh, and nice! Then, but he was he was kind of weird. Okay, he wasn't like weird weird, but he was kind of like you he know. He was like asking questions like, "Hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this?" Yeah, he was just being like, "Like I'm a, I'm a student." He wasn't weird. He was just okay. being, he was just being like a, a kid, you right. know. And then uh, one of my friends, just to, to like flex, mm -hmm. was like, "Do you know who's sitting at this table right now?" to the kid and yeah. then the kid was like no who am i yeah. and he's like this guy's been on uh to my other friend was like this guy's been on agt comedy central yeah uh this guy's been on J jfl this guy's been on blah 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 and then he goes to me and then he goes and that's angel rolfo from joe coy in his elements on netflix and then the guy just immediately goes <gasps> you were the dance coordinator <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I was a comedian. Bro. I was like, I laughed so hard. Hey, for everybody that's kind of listening, I, I really want to know the story. How the hell did you get on Netflix? Specifically, how were you able to perform in the Netflix special of Joy Coy's comedy special? Oh, that, I mean, so many. I don't even know how I really got it. I did. I remember I did. You, you've been to Filipino AF, right? 
Yes. Yes. No, what is Filipino okay. AF? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the best oh, Filipino, shit. you guys. Um, so, okay, so here, I'll, I'll do the condensed version of this. So, yes. For the audience, for, for the, the crew, for the, you know? So Filipino AF is w- such a good show. Um, it used to be at UCB Sunset, and it's basically an all-Filipino show, variety show, like music, improv, poetry comedy and then sketch or something it's everything right and if if you're a filipino artist that's the one you want to get on that's like the show right um i do i'm there just on a on a friday right and then i do the show and i'm i'm doing i'm on stage doing my set i'm doing well Mm -hmm. and then uh i notice joe coy's in the back oh damn yeah and then uh i get off stage I go, uh, and then he he, I, he comes up to me. He says, that was great. What's up? Nice to meet you. That was a great set. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, that was great. And then uh, we were all hanging out, I think, that whatever, that night for a little bit. And then he was like, hey, do you want to wanna come by on Tuesday and open for me at Comedy Magic Club? Oh, fucking shit. Yeah, but I left. I went home on Sunday. Oh, so you didn't even do the Tuesday show? Hold on. Okay. I, I left on Sunday because I have, I, I still lived in the Bay Area. I still had to go to work. So I, I left on Sunday, went to work, and then uh, on Monday, and then on Tuesday, I, also, I was still in the Bay Area, and I was like, I still got to go to work, but I asked if I could just leave really early. Mm. So I was working at a at a preschool and then i left drove straight to redondo beach mm-hmm. to go do the show at comedy magic club and then uh i do well I, I i guess i start working that club after that and then uh we go out after the show to have like yeah one i have one drink okay just one right um just to like chill you know get yourself a little a little a little fluid yeah yeah you a know but, but we i was there i hung out for like maybe an hour mm-hmm. or two. Um, and then uh, I drive back. Oh, damn. To San Francisco. So you open for Joey Koi, you have a drink, you drive back to San Francisco, and then what? And then uh, I just get a call like a um, few months later. Like I didn't hear from him for a minute. And then like I want to say three, three or four months later, he hit me up and he's like, "Hey, you want to do this thing?" And I was like, "What thing? What thing? The, the Netflix thing? You want to?" Yeah. He's like, "You want to come to the Philippines and do some shows?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to." <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So what's the what? Oh, congratulations, by the way. Well, thank you. That was like two years ago. Now. I know. Maybe but like, like a year. It was one year ago. Fucking dope as shit. Yeah. I mean, what's kind of like the biggest lesson that you learned there? Well, the the biggest lesson is just like put put yourself in situations where things might happen that's all it is like even even if i didn't i had no idea that i was gonna get that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but i knew i was i had the opportunity to open for joe which is like really cool it's so cool and i don't know when that's ever gonna happen again because i don't live in i didn't live in la at the time and he was always on the road so i was like i'm gonna go do this i'll drive basically i drove 12 hours in a day just to do five minutes. I mean, it paid off. I mean, it I, did. I don't, I don't know if it was from that set or what set or whatever, but, um, well, I'm glad you did it. I mean, I heard this quote recently where it's like the riskiest thing that you can do is not taking the risk at all. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Yeah, I holy agree. Holy shit. Look at you. I mean, my brother, when he saw you, he was like, holy shit, is that is that the guy with the overalls that's kind of dirty in the Netflix Joy Koi special? And I was like, kinda yes. Dirty. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we celebrate you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Filipinos. Yeah. Um, there's like a new thing that I want to try out. Ooh, news. Um, so I sent you, I think I airdropped you on the on your phone for a second, and yes, um, I'm going to turn off the AC for a second. Okay. It's still cool enough though, right? Yeah, it's fine. right now. Uh, so minutes. let me let me preface this. No, you're not gonna watch the whole like oh. 12 minutes. But let me preface this. Okay. So you know Peloton? I do. Okay. So they have these like amazing, um, what's it called? Instructors. Mm-hmm. And they're not just any other instructor where they go out on the on the on the bike and like, okay, everyone, go left, go right. You can mm-hmm. do this. They always provide like motivational speeches. Sure. So let's watch one. Let's watch one. And then let's kind of like figure this out. So actually I had to teach this rule to Emma just the other day, didn't I? I didn't know this rule. She did not know this rule, but when I play Britney Spears, we what? Fuck shit up. <laughs> Thank you. Is this like Jesus. the Price is Right or something? Yes. What's going on? Everybody knows. Do you watch this or you go Come to there? Come on down, bitch. We're ready watch to it and at home. I, I like how it's like we're in an age now where it's like, like th- this is like cool. Yeah, you know where they're where like instructors are swearing at you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because it sounds stupid to me. Why people people love authenticity. People love, Uh, but this doesn't seem authentic to me. This seems like what? This seems like swearing for the sake of swearing. I don't trying to relate. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think you can feel it. Like I no, I I like the the first the the, the, the one where he was like Britney. Yeah. Fuck shit up. I believe that one. Hmm. Yeah. What does it feel like, Andrew? Um, it does feel like this was specifically cast. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you had an audition for a process. There was yeah. like a breakdown on actors' access or like casting yeah. frontier, and they were like, "Hey, we're looking for energetic, athletic people." The, these these people are fit. Right. I'll give them that. But they also do feel like they they dabble in acting stuff. They have to. Yeah. They have to be entertaining. That's yeah. the new. Because so there's so many digital courses out there in the world mm-hmm. that I think people are just like really bored just sitting down and like watching a video play. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think you're out. These are like, I think what they do is they line them everybody up and everyone has cocaine energy. Mm. And then after that, then they probably just teach them how to do a class. Okay. But would you really want some boring guy to be like, all right, guys, pedal, you got this left, right, left, right uh, to the left. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, probably not. I did Soul Cycle once, but I, I don't know. I just, I just, it it doesn't feel as sincere to me. What is a sincere? Have you ever been to like a fitness? What's sincere to you? I mean, but I've had like personal. I guess it's hard to just be off, not authentic. Authentic but, through like a digital course. Yeah, or it's like because like well, I've had personal trainers before, and yeah. I, and my friends, some of my friends are personal trainers, and when I train with them, I guess there's like. Or, you well, know, I think some... because you want the one-on-one live action yeah. situation. You want someone to hold your hand and be like, you got this. Maybe do like a pat on the shoulder. Yeah. Like, Andrew, I thank God that you're working it's out. It's just something about being there, being present, you know? Yeah, I, then, I hear you. Because I, 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 I guess it, it, I guess it, okay, I'll give him credit then. Because I guess for this, it's kind of like, See, but here's your, your what's, energies. You what's know? what's stopping you from just like sitting down on the couch and watching them and be like, this is so entertaining. I love I, this. Because I can feel the energy is not to me directly to it's to a class okay you want that one-on-one time not that one-on-one but even in a class you the the teacher will have like 
can potentially look back at you and be like, hey, what are you doing over there? You know what I'm saying? That is true. So there's you know? that there's that sentiment of uh, he's able to actually see everybody yeah. then rather than just, hey, I'm doing a performance art. Look at me. Yeah. It's like watching an Instagram in the, in, in feed the class, versus you can, a live you can feed. See, you can see. I mean, I think it's fun to see like if you're doing one of these live mm-hmm. and then the, the trainer turns back and goes like, what the fuck are you doing, Julie? Yeah. And then, and then turns back and Pam. And then everyone looks. Good work, Pam. And, like, <laughs> and everyone's like, I got to be like Pam. Yeah. Like, fuck Julie. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, Julie, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Pam. All right. All right. Yeah. So you agree with the teacher. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Man, uh, I, I need to. This this almost feels like soap opera-ish to me. Oh, because there's drama. Yeah, that's what happens too. <laughs> there's like there's like influencer Peloton yeah. like drama. That's always fun. Mm. It's like a it's like a reality show. Yeah, 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 yeah. A reality show. Yeah. Of these guys. Yeah, of these guys on the Peloton, but it's in the Peloton class. I gotta see this. It's like, why are you going to Andrew's class when you should be going to mine? Really? Yeah. Wow. I heard that Andrew decided to go to Julie and fuck shit up in her class, but hey, damn. We're here right now. We're not about drama. Let's keep on pedaling. That's unprofessional of everybody. Yeah, but it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But guess what? That's why you say I, sus- guess, I guess it's like That's a, why you say subscribe. Soap, soap opera. Because you're like, "Hey, I want to keep on watching because I want to see what's going to happen next. What what's going to happen in this next class?" Mm. Mm. Maybe maybe I do like this now. Yeah, you could just sit on your class and like, hey, hey, I know we pay $40 a month for this gym membership, but guys, this is just yeah. my entertainment right now. Yeah, la- last week, Eric passed out on uh, supplements, you know, <laughs> what's going to happen this week? What's going to happen next? Oh, I was going to cancel my subscription, but I got to know. I got to mm. know. Now, last week, uh, the Peloton exploded. Oh, and someone had to come fix it. Now we got to see. Is it fixed? Is it fixed? Is it fixed? Wow. Yes, the danger. See, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. so smart. This Peloton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is put three thousand dollars to buy the bike, and then it's forty dollars a month after that for all the classes. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Cool. I heard people love it though. Yes, a lot of rich people love it. You gonna be a fun one? What, what would be a, a fun, fun one? A fun little class. Yeah. Taught by the the acapella group, Pentatonics. Pentatonics. I and love Pentatonics. Pelotonics. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? And they're like, there's five, there's five bikes, and they're just singing at you to like go. I would pay for that. I would pay for that too. Yeah. That's a concert, bro. That's Pelotonics. not a class. That's a concert. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. A Pelotonics con or no Pel- Peloton a Peloton concert series. Yeah. Where you go, where they do like a huge. Um, Oh, there's like a like they set them up at like a, the fuck at, at what's a, a a theater? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but instead of seats, it's just all bikes, and then they're all like, <laughs> "Oh, dude, that'd be perfect." Hey, Peloton, hit us up. We're yeah. marketers. We're gonna change your business model. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of cool. that'd be like kind a, of fun, like a, like a convention instead of like featuring uh, Eric garcia from peloton class a oh my god and everybody wants to buy tickets yeah or you just have a, a famous person a famous singer if they're down you know billy eilish the, and peloton teach the, teach the class i would love billy eilish to be singing to like me well it's happening pentatonics and then peloton did a collab where they did like that that'd be fun to watch i would watch it i would go to that you two live and maybe even but you would go for the real thing yeah so you're getting workout and a show Man, SoulCycle is weird. Pentatonics the mu or 
pe- Pentatonix. Pe- no, wait, Peloton the musical? The pedaling musical. It's just a whole <laughs> play, yeah, but yeah. everybody's on a Peloton yeah. talking. <laughs> 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 just Romeo and Juliet no. on Pel- <laughs> Pelotons. That would be so funny. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, man. Hey, guys, uh, you should all hit up Peloton and just let people know about that because I think... Hey, Peloton, we're willing to do the podcast the whole time on a Peloton. I am so down to do that. I will do that if they send us two. If they send us two Pelotons and we have a microphone, hey, 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 go, 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 left, right, center. Hey, this is the Bottle Club Club podcast. podcast. So you know we didn't forget our bottle and we take a drink. Take a drink. Everyone, take a drink right now. How's your mental health going, you guys? Wow, that would be a good right. man. Tell us a hey, Jesse. You tell us a story about your dating life. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Maryland. It's time, Maryland. Mary. That's a fun name. That's a great name. Man, I'm gonna name, name my kid Maryland. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, get ready and start editing a TikTok clip. Ooh. All right, let's go, let's go. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my that. god, that'd be really good. That'd be fun. That's motivating. It gets yeah. people in gear. That'd be fun. Do a. Uh, like a content creating Peloton class where you're like, <laughs> where you're like, okay, you got to finish. You're not, you're not done running until you finish editing that, that video, yes. you know? Why are you holding the camera like that? Yeah, yeah. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah. Um, I think that be, uh, that's a, you can't stop running till it hits 50 K views. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you responding to those comments? Oh, well it's not, I can't get it. I can't, it's not climbing. Make a new video. A new you video. can't stop until you make a new video. Content means everything. Mm. Why aren't it? Why isn't it die stuff for Instagram or Facebook ads? Ooh, that's really fun. I don't know. I think that would be, I would actually join that class. I mean, I'll figure out like what I could learn from it. I, anything yeah i used to back like before like right out of high school i was like i'm gonna get hella ripped yeah and and then i did oh you did you have like a photo of yourself with like a ripped body like biceps and everything i mean i'll show you later oh i'll post that up on my little wall fucking i used to want to do bodybuilding stuff and then really yeah because all my friends did it so it's like i'm gonna do what they do i i think that's like very smart i i think my friend was just telling me that I would be more attractive if I just started exercising. Try it out. See what happens. Because, I mean, you're a good-looking guy. and I'm Thank you. Yeah, and so we have, yeah. like, good facials. So if you just put, like, a little body situation. You, yeah. But you don't need anybody. You have a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, but, I mean, just for myself, you know? Do you ever look in the mirror and Here, go... Here, let's, let's do this. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Deadlines. Oh, shit. Deadlines? deadlines. Okay. Fuck. So next Thursday, I'll, I'll give you my script. Thursday after that... Um, uh, do you want to gain or lose? Uh, I want to gain muscle. Okay. Okay. We have a gym here. It's open now. Do it. Okay. And then let's let's and then the next Thursday I'll, I'll so, so I'll slim down. You you. So do you, I have to take off my shirt and no, then you're I don't like have looking to. at just it? Let, just let me know if you like exercise. You could lie day. to me. You know. No, I, I, don't I know. Lie. You, I don't think you would. No, I don't lie. But just tell me if you like start off with go go tomorrow. Yeah. Do some some lifting. What's you write down what you're like personal uh okay so i'll record is and then by next thursday you tell me what it became okay cool so i'm five foot seven and a hundred and i think 38 pounds okay okay and i'm skinny fat you know what skinny fat is yes it's where you look skinny but you're actually like an amoeba of different shapes (laughs) okay so (laughs) an amoeba of different shapes that's that's, uh that's basically i love that what i am so okay yeah my goal is to I just want to be able to like take off my shirt and it's and it's consistent. Yeah. 
there's you know i agree but not flat consistent yeah. just like yeah right okay so you gain you i gain and then i'll lose you'll lose okay deal i'll next thursday i'll try to get not next Thursday. two thursdays from now i'll try to get five five what? pounds five pounds i think i could do it in two weeks okay three Okay, that's that's, that's more normal, realistic. That's right? realistic. Okay, Jesus we'll Christ, what are you, Christian Bale, going for a movie right now? Jesus. By the hey. way, guys, if you're listening right now and you're still here and you're listening to the Apple Podcast, please uh, leave a five star review. And if you leave, guess what, Andrew? If they leave their Instagram handle, guess what happens? You write it on your body. Fuck that! No, I would. Oh, okay. Wait, it's should like I? It's like pretty popular right now. No, I'm scared. Scared. On, on TikTok. I'm not gonna lie. Not TikTok. You see my tattoo? Mm-hmm. I love it, but I kind of regret it at the same time. Have you seen mine? Yeah. Where's your tattoo? I got a couple. Okay, I'm excited. Dude, see, we're taking. Oh, I thought he was about to take off his sweater. Oh, it's an eight ball. And then. It's a butterfly. Okay. It's a moth. Oh, it's a, a moth. And then. What is this? An acorn in a square. It's a. It's a sandy cheeks is badge. Okay, what's Sandy Cheeks? From Spongebob. Oh, how cute. So you're a Spongebob fan? What is the no. model? Oh, uh, what? So why do, why do you have that? Okay. You okay. want to know? Yeah, I want to know what each individual okay, I'll, I'll, tattoo okay, represents. Okay, you can guess on what it represents. Okay, I'll okay. guess. Eight, okay. Eight ball first. We'll okay. Eight ball is you control your future. What? Because when you ask a question... It tells you what to do or not with the oh. eight ball. So you control your luck. You control your future. You answer your own questions that you decide to have in your life. Oh, my God. They right? should start telling people I did it for that reason. Oh, you did it for pool? Like the game pool? No. Oh, okay. Okay, can I guess the mod? No, hold okay, on. So what, I'll tell you. What so does that represent? So the eight ball on my wrist, mm-hmm. I was at uh, my friend's art gallery right. opening in New York City. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever been to New York. She had a little party. At this gallery she mm-hmm. rented, and then at she also rented out uh, a tattoo artist. Okay. Who was tattooing people at the gallery, and the tattoo lady had a board of what she can do for $20. Okay. Which was like arrows, word, like love. Squares. In, in cursive. Hearts. Yeah, hearts. Okay. And then this had the most ink on it. So I was like, that's probably going to give me my money's worth. So you just got a tattoo for your money's worth. Yeah. It represents nothing. It represents nothing. Just like, hey, $20, and I was able... So you're It the was either of- $20 to get like a fucking triangle that was like nothing, or like love, or like... I think one was like an, a UFO, but it was like just the outline of it. So you basically went to the buffet of tattoos, and you made sure that your plate was full. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, sometimes that's what you get tattoos for. Okay, yep. all right. Oh, shit. <laughs> then, what about so the SpongeBob? I have, I have an acorn SpongeBob. What is, what it's, is it's so Sandy Cheeks is the the squirrel. The squirrel and SpongeBob. I yeah, don't remember that she's at a all. squirrel with the oh, a- astronaut yes. helmet. I love her. Yeah, she has the southern accent. Yeah, and then she has a patch on her spaceship, and it's this. So what right? is this? Why? 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 If you don't want like SpongeBob, I was in Houston, Texas. Okay. My friend wanted to get a tattoo, and we didn't know what we wanted. And then I was like, "What's What's Houston? Hmm. hmm. Sandy's from Texas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, I think a tattoo like on your neck is pretty cool right here. I think that would be kind of cool. 
yeah just, if you have like, everything else tatted i feel like if you just have the neck it's kind of weird i i don't know well first off i would only get a neck and face tattoo if i knew for a fact that i'm never applying to any more jobs yeah dude just get a neck tat and open us open up a sign up for soundcloud and it's fine yeah, or just do a, a yeah become a dj mm-hmm. every time i look at someone that has a tattoo on their face i'm like oh this guy's just i think unemployed. it's weird if your f- whole body's not tatted and then you just have the face yeah or the neck or the hands mm-hmm. it's interesting that makes sense that's an sense. interesting move huh. i think i think it's very risky but it's it's risky i think it's i think it's like a smart choice if you're an artist that wants to like make a statement like post malone or something mm. but he's tatted all over oh that is true yeah, I don't. If your first tattoo is on your face, you know, it'd be like a good way to torture somebody. Mm. I don't know. Why I'm thinking about that. Is as soon as you torture them, the first thing I would do is I would take a freaking tattoo and like tattoo their face. So they, why? Because forever they'll have that mental health issue when they look at themselves in the mirror and like this is when I was tortured. Hey, bro, you can get that shit lasered off. Yeah, but it's gonna cost a lot of money, like five thousand dollars in two years. Yeah. I'm sure five thousand dollars. We're trying is to fine. Tor- we're trying to torture somebody. Yeah, I mean, the you, best way to torture somebody is you, you just give them enough mm-hmm. to have that mental scar in their head. So it's like the trauma of. Well, I can't believe I'm thinking about this. Where yeah, did this that's come like, from? That's like cutting off a limb or like a. No, I would never cut off a limb. I don't think the tattoo would do anything, to be honest. No, I think. Well, I think it's like a. It's like a subtle. Especially like a subtle, what if they, Especially if they like tattoos. <laughs> like what? I don't. Let's say the person. I don't think you thought this through. I think I did think it through. Be, no, that, I, that's you, such you know, a temporary you thing. Know, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. It's like temporary torture equals trauma for life it's like someone yes okay yes like you can amputate someone's leg but i i think that's just too evil okay torture is like you got to keep them alive okay they have to have a learning lesson after sure. i don't think just the one face tattoo would be doing it i don't think that's torture okay what's a good tattoo torture method i think you would just have to tattoo their entire body Yes. Okay. That or give them like a, an entire sleeve if they don't want that. You know. Yeah, because then that would cost a lot more money. Yeah, and it would hurt more. Yeah, but I think it should just be on the face. Like you tattoo their like, entire face. Like Mike Tyson. It, more than that. Okay. Yeah, I guess sure. Every time they look in the mirror, they see those tattoos and they're like, okay. "Fuck me." Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But like, I don't want anybody. Like, but I, I thought don't... you meant like you like give them I, like a, a like teardrop I, tattoo. Bro, bro. Like, if, you, I tor- you, if I torture, if I torture, if I torture somebody, why do you want to torture somebody? <laughs> I don't know where I'm thinking about this. Sorry. <laughs> I would never want to torture anybody. But like if I was going to torture somebody by doing tattoos, if I'm going to torture anybody, I don't want it to have like a major lasting effect. Like scarring their body just sucks. But a tattoo, it's there and then it can easily go away. But but as they're going to those sessions, every single time they have to repeat the story about how they were captured, put into a closet, wrapped up, and then you know, forced to feel this tattoo. You are, I feel like you are the friendliest torturer ever. Yeah, that's well. I don't want to hurt anybody. That sucks. <laughs> but since we dive deep into this thought process of torture, I'm like, okay, what's the nicest way to torture somebody? Your your torture methods are just like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's it's not real torture. It's still mentally, it's still mentally triggering. True, okay. 
I mean, come on. Like, if you torture somebody, do you really, like, come on. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm that would suck. I don't. Yeah. If someone guy had someone there and, and someone gave me a knife and, like, I want you to cut this guy up and torture him, that's fucking. I don't know what to do. That sucks. But, I don't want to <laughs> kill anybody. But it, you're torturing. I don't want to hurt anybody. I know. Anybody. Your torturing is still, like, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so weird. Give them, you know? Yeah. If I had a choice out of all the things, I'd be like, I don't want to cut. Up. I'm going to just do a little tattoo on their face. See? A little tattoo. Yes, because torturing someone is wrong, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> you can't do that. So if, I, if I'm in that situation where I have to torture somebody, that's the first thing that I think about. That's what I'll do. Little tattoo. Yes, if my boss tells me I got to torture. Like, like, like that or like this? Like that. Okay. Yeah, on their face. Like maybe like on the right side. So that way they look at me like, they're like, hey, listen, I know this is mentally triggering, but at least you can take it off. Mm. because i want my and then if my boss gets mad at me i'm like yo bro you told me to torture them and i did so you can't get mad at me the most empathetic torturer yes yeah okay so but my tattoo is pretty simple when you look at it i think you know exactly what it represents yeah what is it so it's it's five different colors it's uh no six different colors six it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. I thought it was fading away. The rainbow, but then it's not because there's no. You ready for this? Yeah. It's the LGBTQ flag. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought it was. And what's really cool is that each line represents one of my siblings. Whoa. And um, basically, my brother's gay, and so there, and he's my best friend. So I decided just to put this on. Basically, I got it in 2018. I was mm-hmm. working for this company, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yo, we're it's not." Good, it's, n- it's nicely done. Yeah, thank you it's so good. much. You know how like in June it's like Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the company they didn't want to celebrate Pride Month because they were like, some of our consumers they're from states where they don't really feel as if you know gay pride is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm like, guys, we're in San Francisco. We're supposed to be like a progressive company. Yeah. And I'm in the marketing department, so I got really pissed off. And so yeah. then my first instinct with my mania is like I ran to the nearest, not ran, I drove to the nearest uh, tattoo shop. And I'm like, I want six lines of the colors from the LGBT flag, LGBTQ flag, LGBT2. LGBT2D2? Yeah, D2. On my arm, and they gave it to me. But that's nice. I mean, if I had a. If I were to like redo it, I think um, I would love it to be on on my right side. But yeah, can we? I think it's a good spot. I don't know if it I looks do... like a like an it's. <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> looks like an ally barcode. You scan that, it's like boop ally. <gasps> that's what it is. Are you an ally? Scan, scan my barcode. Oh, oh, that's, that's cute. So, that now. is so cute. It's Actually, like cute, I like this. That's like cute. It'd be really cool if it's like an AR2 barcode. Like you, 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 mm-hmm. and then everything like floats around. See, now you got to get, no. See, you got that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it on this side, yeah, same what, spot. What I need to get? A rainbow QR code. <laughs> yes. So you get, you get both, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So you're like, hey, deed, and then. Hey, if you, you on if you, your phone, if you don't have one of those, like check, bar- check the menu. It says Ally for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my God! They click on it, goes <laughs> www.jonathanisanally.com. You know, as a marketer, I might actually do this. Um, okay, hold on. Before, uh, what's the endings that we do? Yeah. Did I, you have fun? You're having fun. Yeah, this is great. So the ending, you said that you wanted to end with uh, the stuff we are bottling up. What's, I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. What's what's bottling? We're ending with bottling up. This is the Bottle Club podcast. What's what's been bottling up inside your head? I think I've been bottling up um, stress. 
Oh, what do you mean by that? I think I've just uh, been accumulating a lot of stress and not uh, addressing it, dealing with it, meditating. You know, I think I'm just bottling it up, you know, not talking to anybody. Do you ever, I mean, you have a therapist, so do you talk Mm -hmm. to your stress with your therapist, hopefully? Yeah. Do you ever just take a piece of paper and pen and like write down kind of like things that you need to do Mm -hmm. or just whatever's inside your head? No, I've never done that. But I, I remember the, the the other these past few days I've just been like very stressed to where I don't want to deal with it. I've been bottling up and I've just been sitting taking naps, which is not what I normally don't do. Well, first off, I hear you. Thank you for sharing. Of that. course, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think, um, how do I put this simply? I think sometimes rest and sleep mm-hmm. is productive. Okay. So I think you're doing the right thing. Sure. Um, um, I, 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 I hate when people like tell me things that are bottling up and then be like, this is how you fix it because I know that's not like not attractive and shitty sometimes. It's fine. Um, so do you mind if I provide a suggestion? Please do. If you want to. Yeah. Um, I get stressed out a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. And see, if you look around my room right now, I have all those knees notebooks. I have one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six, and then I have all these notepads around sure i'll take out a piece of paper and this is where like my thoughts just flow Mm. like from ideas to whatever and what i found i was reading this book i forget what this book was i think i forget whatever the book is Mm -hmm. but when you write things down your mind will organize all your stress and you will find kind of Mm. ways to solve it Mm. because Humans are very, very like visual people, mm-hmm. and the best way to see it and all that and all that confusion is to write it out. Yeah, and then once you write it out, you're able to start like connecting dots. Okay, I like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, does that, that, that make that sense? That's good. Cause, so you you write out everything that's stressing you out. Oh, I write out everything out. Okay, because then it, it kind of puts it in front of you, and then you kind of have to organize it. Um, yeah, I like that because I get because I get fucking overwhelmed, bro. Exactly. So it's easier to see, even though it's not like necessarily something you may not see. Like it's not a visual thing, but if you write it down, then it makes it a visual thing. It makes it a visual thing that you can actually then, play with. Yes. Because when I'm I like that, because you're fucking driving, you're like, oh fuck, I have to do this. 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 You put it down. You're like, oh fuck, I get. It. I mean, look at my fucking whiteboard. I have goals mm-hmm. here. I talk about, I talk to myself all the time. Like I am a consistent worker. I'm a, so like I try, like just like, if you guys are listening, just try this out and you never know. Um, what's something that's been bottling up with me? Is that good enough? Yeah. I feel like the whole, your whole thing is like be, it's kind of like, uh, not be, it's, it is being present, but it's also, when when you put things out like that, yeah, it makes it almost almost tangible. You're able. It's like play doh now. Yeah, and you, you know? can deal with it in whatever order you want. Once you, because in your mind, if there's a lot going on, it's yeah. like I don't know what to do first. Exactly. But when you put it down, then you can see which one you can. You don't know what mm-hmm. to do first. There we go, baby. So, um, what what about you? So my, for me, something that's been bottling up that I'm still working on right now. Angry, huh? Uh, not, I'm not angry, thank God. Okay. 
Thank God. <sighs> One of my mentees, mm. um, her name is Skylar. She's awesome. She sent me like a text message like three days ago. No, sorry, not three days ago. So it's been a while since I saw you. Mm -hmm. A week and three days ago. And she asked, how do you deal with failure? Mm. She asked me like, how do you deal with failure, especially when you are doing something in the act of failing when you're when you're in the moment of failing mm -hmm. right because yeah she knows that failure is all about a learning experience blah 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 mm -hmm. but then how do you you know compose yourself like an example is let's say you're taking a test mm -hmm. and you know you're doing bad so you think that you're failing mm -hmm. so therefore at that moment it's like how do you deal with it and so i've been like thinking about this question so much and i've been asking so many different people i have an answer for this and the answer, well, I'll say what I think. Yeah, and what do you think? So first off, we're going to break it down into two. I'll make this quick, I promise. Mm -hmm. Two things. One is this. One is understanding in the act of failure that you haven't received the result yet. Mm -hmm. So why panic about the result? Like if I'm going to a girl and we're mm -hmm. having a great conversation mm -hmm. and the goal in my head is I need to get her number, but you already think that she's mm -hmm. not going to give it to you. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to fail at getting the number. Mm -hmm. And so therefore you break down. So how do you make sure that you're not thinking about the result is that you begin to appreciate okay. what's happening in front of you and being present with it. So if I'm taking the test, it's like, mm. I am so fortunate yeah. that I'm taking this test right now. If I, you know, yeah. uh, if I'm talking to this beautiful girl, I am so lucky that mm. this girl is responding to me and mm. I'm responding to her. And by staying present, mm -hmm. then you're not thinking about the result. Wait for the result before you think about it. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. So here's mine, but post result. The failure part. The failure part. So if you are failing, if you are, if you're feeling like so a failure. You, so you then, have the goal and then they, you, you didn't make it. Yes. Okay. So for that, if that's what she's talking about, I don't know if that's what she's talking about. She is, but then she also is in the act of okay. failing. In the act of failing. Um, I, I don't know if this is like a cliche thing to say, but get used to that feeling, know that feeling. Uh, cause for me in stand up, it was like, I failed a lot and it was to the point where I don't like that feeling to enough for me to work as hard as I can to never feel it again. Interesting. See, okay. I want to, I agree with you in a way. Yeah. Like get used to rejection and failure. Mm -hmm. How about this? I fucking hate the word failure. That's what I told mm -hmm. you. So I don't even say that I failed. Instead, I think, first off, I look at a situation. Mm -hmm. How about this? Time out, time out. I'm in marketing, as you know. Yes. So when a campaign fails okay. or doesn't hit my goal, the first thing I think about is like, okay, what did I do right? Mm -hmm. And what did the universe give me that was also good? Mm -hmm. So therefore, I can have that appreciation. And then those are the learning lessons. And then I think... What more can I do next time? Yeah. yeah. Because then I believe that if you're someone that always gives 110%, that there's, mm -hmm. there's always going to be a next time. Mm -hmm. But I don't look at it as a failure. I just like, okay, what can I do next time? Yeah. I mean, I don't look at it as, I, I mean, obviously, I, you have to acknowledge it that, that it's a, a failure. You have to acknowledge that. But you have to know that, the, that, it didn't, that you didn't get, like, you didn't get your, that you didn't accomplish your goal. Yeah. For for me, what resonates the most is the feeling. Oh, the feeling of failure. The feeling. So in order, and then so the way my brain works is like, how do I work hard enough to never feel that ever again? And it pushes you to work. Yeah, but see, bro, like, how do I put this simply? 
Like you're all, like that. Those feelings will never. You can't control your feelings. Uh huh. You can't control your feelings. Yeah, true. But you can control how you react to those feelings. Yeah. So like when you say, "I don't want to feel that ever again," I, psh, you never know. You're probably gonna feel but the, them but again. But you are gonna feel it again. But it's gonna feel different because you took steps. Because you know how to react to it. Yeah. You, you took steps to. Because okay. then it's like, if you fail again, it's like okay. Um, there, I, it, it's also still on me. Or maybe I'm too hard on myself. No, I think that's right because I feel like every single you have to take accountability of mm-hmm. everything that happens to you. Yeah, but every time you, but it's it's also a different kind of fail once you've worked hard. It's like, okay, I it, this is a little bit better. See, I think you're right. It's uh, being yeah. hard on your. Oh my god, maybe that's what I have to work on. It. Well, I think as ambitious people that we are mm-hmm. i think does do do a lot of people they tell me this a lot but do people go you're so hard on yourself andrew yeah of course i think that maybe that's like something that we have to work on mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe i think that's a good thing that i'm hard yeah, on myself of course. of course i think you have to be if you want to fucking succeed i agree it's never good enough mm-hmm. like hamilton mm-hmm. i don't know i never watched it i don't know i think he says like i forget what he says something yeah. but it's like it's never good enough there's always more to do mm-hmm that's not that's not too unhealthy right no it's also we're having a good time doing it it's the well that's where the presence comes mm-hmm. from it's like the journey is so much fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean like look at this how privileged and unlucky i am just to have two microphones and do this with you oh yeah and then have content to edit mm-hmm. and and hopefully go on tiktok and yeah i might not get a million views but like people would be jealous of me just even being able to do this mm-hmm but then I'm hard on myself where I want to make sure that everything gets a million views. Because also learning, like learning from what you, like correcting and learning from your mistakes and seeing the results, even though you still failed, still a really good feeling. That's a really good, working is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so much fun. Yeah. That's why when you like build things mm-hmm. and it, like, you, like you build a desk, you just feel so satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just don't focus on the results, though. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> we love y'all. L-U-V. Love always L-U-V. Um, don't forget, you can follow Andrew Rofo at Andrew underscore Rofo. You can follow me. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe, maybe do, good, do Good Jonathan. Jonathan. Should it be Do Good I, Jonathan? I'll try it out. Nah, it's always going to be Jonathan Garano. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, Fuck it. Jonathan Garano. And then follow the Bottle Club because it's private and we do exclusive Instagram content there. And also there's about a few people that have signed up to the email list, which is thebottleclubpod.com. Again, exclusive, limited, exclusive content. Um, (laughs) All right. That's Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I love you guys. Peace. Bye.